Humidity is now the enemy. Yes. Yep. How, all right. So I mean, how, as, which I know because I was recently, yes, I was recently traveling through the American South. And let me tell you, humidity is in fact the, the enemy. enemy. Yep. How dry is that household that they've got that many fucking like moisture creating well, devices? Well, the only <laughs> one that they really have is really just one humidifier. And the other right, the rest is like, like tea kettles and yeah, stuff. Like steam, I, like, I like putting a pot of water on a stove. So how strong is aqua necklace and how fast can it get? Like, I'm just like, I'm very just try- strong. I'm trying to imagine this tiny little thing flying around the room carrying pots and pans like Cinderella. It's like Fantasia. Yeah, like like little birds and mice and shit. Really fucked up Fantasia. But then, like, how fast is like? It takes water for for a while. It takes a while for water to boil. Well, maybe he has water powers. Maybe he could like heat it up with his whatever other liquids he can. (laughs) Why is this asshole not like the most famous sous chef in the world? (laughs) Because most stand users decide to use their stands for things other than being a chef. But some. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazani. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And we are here to talk to you about the greatest, the worst person in Definitely Japan. not great. No, definitely but definitely the worst. The worst person ever. The most infamous villain in all of JoJo's history. Or so, at least in Japanese criminal history. The thing is that no, we, already, we already knew that he was bad because he was a rapist. Right. But what we didn't know was that he also murders dogs does so he also fits into the uh so he's like as bad as all the other worst people we know and even worse because he killed a dog no 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 the killing the dog is normal he kills people the raping is worse oh right and worse Usually, dog killing is what he uses instead of yeah. Rape. Right, and dog like killing is like double up, the worst yeah. thing you can possibly do, except actually rape is. I is am still a little baffled as to why he killed that dog when all he had to do was spit in the guy's mouth. Oh, hang on a second. Are you asking <laughs> why a dog was murdered in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Well, no. you, have you met this show? It's no. called JoJo's, and a dog dies every five minutes of screen time. All right, I will have to say this is maybe <laughs> one of the faster time to death dog introductions like i was barely <laughs> well, you aware. saw the dog's poop earlier I, I was like i was barely aware that there was a dog and then the dog was dying <laughs> in a pretty gruesome way when i first watched this i didn't laugh because dog death is funny but i laughed out loud like super hard because i was just because it's like i saw a dog it was the second episode of the season right and i'm like hmm i wonder what's gonna happen to that dog right and then oh, like three seconds it's, later it's like the, the most violent yeah. dog death and so i'm just like losing my shit laughing and someone near me was like why what are you laughing at and i'm like well i'm not gonna tell you <laughs> angelo angelo is like hannibal lecter for dogs yeah how strong are his jaws that he can crush through the skull of a dog do we need can to a do dog another jaw break yeah. a bird beak? <laughs> yeah. yeah can a man can a man jaw, jaw break, break a, a dog, dog, dog face yeah and i think the answer is no Maybe it's a secondary stand power. Do we want to do Dog Death Minute right now that we're talking about yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is right. absolutely time for a Dog Death Minute. So, in honor of how Angelo likes to kill people, I thought I would do a little bit on dog suffocation. <laughs> um, so, at preventpetsuffocation.com, we learn... We learn that chip bags and other food packaging pose serious suffocation risks to pets. That Too many sense. pets, especially dogs, have died from suffocating in chip bags, cereal boxes, cereal boxes, snack bags, pet treat liners, and so forth. All, a lot of these are made from a strong mylar-type material like a balloon, which keeps snacks fresher. When a curious dog puts his head into the bag looking for leftover crumbs, the bag creates a vacuum-like seal oh, around the dog's shit. neck. As he tries to breathe, it tightens. And this actually also ties in with how Angelo gets captured in this episode, too, with Mylar-like bags uh, uh, closing around yeah. someone and, and, and restricted breathing. So it's I just thought I would, I would make it all come together, That's just it. like 
season four of this anime oh. all comes together as well. I have a follow-up question, and that is when it says too many dogs and other animals, <laughs> what's the Is there an acceptable number? number? Yeah. It One might be... of each so that we know that it kills them, and that's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Old Testament. I appreciate that. Well, we just need to know for sure, because how would we know if it kills them if it hasn't happened once? Right, exactly. Thanks, that... David Hume. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me. No, yeah, no. Once absolutely. it happens, you never want it to happen again. But you don't know it's it's gonna happen until it happens. Yeah. It oh, I, I do want to add this one, <laughs> this one extra fact, which is that when a dog can't remove the bag from his head, he'll usually start to panic, no. running around until he collapses. Why? Why did you want to add that? Yeah. What the hell? Jesus, Darius. This is like when you told us the name of that dog that died. Alejandro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? R.I.P. Alejandro. Speaking of weird, obscure references, uh, we finally you could kind of see a little bit of the milk logo uh when in the very end of the last episode but this episode we get to really see full on that the brand of milk in morio is lucky land milk and lucky land is the it's like a rocky's publishing yeah it's like it's like his basically like his holding company that like holds all the intellectual property for jojos yeah and i mean they are so like lucky land showed up in the tarot cards back in and we've seen it i think it was in like the closing credits of Part three at one point. Yeah, it's it's in the tarot deck. Yeah, so so like on any bit of licensed JoJo's merch, you will see copyright Lucky Land communications somewhere on the fine print. But yeah, I just love that they start sneaking it into. I mean, look, Mariah is like JoJo Town. Yeah, no, that is, and this is part of that, and I love it. Yep. Did you not know how many rapes this bad guy does? Because we get so much information. He's bad. He's yeah, so he rapes three teenage boys. He's um, worse than anyone. As the... as I have I've said before, like you know, if we have to have like sexual assault as a as an evil thing that people do in fiction, which like honestly, if all fiction in the world did it as rarely as Iraqi did it, I feel like we It'd wouldn't have we easier. wouldn't have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be like, oh, that's a really horrible thing that people do. Yes, Instead we acknowledge the it. The go to. I do also appreciate, even though like I don't want anyone to be victims of sexual assault i do appreciate that iraqi um his victims are generally like pretty gender split evenly like there are female victims of sexual assault and male victims of sexual assault just like like in real life just like in real life right and so it's not just a thing that he automatically jumps to i mean it's not something he automatically jumps to at all but it's not something that is in his mind automatically just like a way to sideline women and make them be victims in his narrative so that's cool I do want to point out that in the manga, there's not nearly as much rape referenced even, or sh- certainly not shown in the manga as there is in the anime. They they added extra stills of like women sort of lying around as though they are like the women in Dio's mansion. Like you only <laughs> yeah. see them for like a half second and they're yeah. sort of like shown as flashbacks like really quickly. Right. But the images are still there, whereas Araki does not put any of those images in the manga he references it via text but the worst you see with like your eyeballs in the manga is like a silhouette that's like half cut off and is kind of like a fade to black type thing like a bunch of kids of like yeah and it's like it's just like arms so that's the intro which is what you see angelo we see him kill that the dog owner i think just so we can see how he kills people well and Um, so a dog can die well always and then we get the credits which are so good. I forgot how good they are. Same. I love them so much. The, so now hopefully you can appreciate that on Mastodon, we are explaining JoJo at crazynoisybizarre.town. 
Right. This is this is one of my favorite credit sequences. And it wasn't mine until like <laughs> now, and then I'm just like, I, I really think that that being stuck in the the literal desert of Stardust Crusaders for so long has made me have a new appreciation for life, and also Diamond is Unbreakable. <laughs> well, and also certainly when I was when I was watching it for the first time, when I was watching Part Four for the first time. There's not as much like in these first two episodes, you only meet a small number of the core characters. That's a good so point. it doesn't yeah, have yeah. it has a the opening credits have a lot of emotional resonance for us as repeat viewers right. that they would not have for someone looking at it the first time. But yeah, they're good. Uh, it's also I just I forgot how nice it is to have a super danceable opening credits. And it's again. like happy. Yeah, and it's very yeah. happy. And it and it matches the t- the overall tone of I mean obviously there's fucked up things in part four as we've been talking about in this episode alone. But one of the things is like it's fucked up, colorfully and jovially in a way that like I guess it feels very JoJo's ish. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm super into it. I like that Jotaro calls up Josuke to be like, "Hey, don't drink anything and like be really careful. There's this bad guy after you." And Josuke's like, "All right, hold on a second. He like okay. Sees it. No, he, well he's like, oh shit. It's like in my in my mom's, mom's mouth. mouth, and then he captures it immediately and just gets back on the phone. It's like, all right, so I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's just he's just casually defeating extremely powerful stand users. And Jotaro is like, thinking about what? It. Yeah, and what Jotaro being impressed with Josuke's uh, yeah. abilities is like absolutely my jam in this. Yes. Also, this thing with like Josuke's stand power is, I feel like it's even less healing than it is. Reassembling, it's like reconfiguration. Yeah. So on people that beca- that looks like healing, but he can also like the breaking of objects and then just reconstructing yeah. the object. You can put, um, put anything broken back together. Yeah. And so I I like that it's a it doesn't feel like a weird stand scope creep thing. It just feels like no. at first we only saw it get used on on living things. Right. right. The, just the scene where he just like calmly like punches through his mom, <laughs> like. Yeah, think about how many times he's done stuff. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and it's amazing because like it's so fucked up, but also he's done it so many times, he knows it's not an issue. It's like, it's as easy to him, it's as as natural to him as anything else. And this is where I really do think that he must have some time stopped because his mom doesn't even notice it. And that's weird. I think he must have time stop because other times that we've seen him use his power, like the people are at least kind of aware that something happened. Whereas his mom yeah. does not even blink. And she's like, oh, you wanted milk and sugar? Well, maybe he just so... does it to her so often that she's used to it now. <laughs> well, she's just like, oh, also... that's just my that's just my migraines acting up oh again. Oh, my God. Horrible. I mean, I, I think also like... Uh, Gaslighting her with his stand. In like the context of being in a fight, people are expecting to get punched. But like in the right. context of just drinking water in your kitchen, you're not expecting to get punched. And he does do that to her from behind, so it's not like she sees. Yeah, she has any warning. She didn't see his fist coming. That's or a anything. good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I accept that. Thank <laughs> you. Um, uh, but yeah, that it's a, it's a really cool scene. Not just because he like very cleverly captures the stand, but also just like what he has to do to get there. Yeah, it's cool. Also, at the end of that scene, Jordan was like, "All right, I'm coming to your house." Hangs up the phone and then goes to sit down, and like the the transition is him automatically sitting in a car. And I'm really happy because it's like they finally remembered they're making an anime. The cinematography is so fun. There's another yeah. one later in the episode where Josuke, um, break, he breaks through a wall, he puts it back together. And then when the wall reassembles, we see him and Jotaro like on the other side of 
the wall there where was they also, are. There was also the match that they did where there's like a shadow of a tree yeah. and then it and then there's a match on I guess it's not action but it's just on composition to a tree outside that's the outside house. their house yeah. and that's how they do the like yeah, it's just they're just like, oh yeah, we are animating something. We can do things that are impossible in both comics and in film. Yeah, right. and it's, it's really nice. It's well done, and it it feels really engaging, and it feels like um, I don't know if y'all have watched that episode or episode that yeah. episode of uh, Every Frame a Painting um, on YouTube about Satoshi Kon's work, who of course directed. Uh, a single episode of the Stardust Crusaders OVA, which, which we, we talked, talked about, about a few episodes ago, right? About how he does like scene transitions in order to kind of like create like a fantastical universe, and it's pretty much the exact same technique. So it's yeah. super cool. To see. And it's uh, and and part four, you just want to freeze frame every like yeah. like even watching these two episodes so far with Courtney, you know, we've been going back and freezing and looking at things way more than we ever have for part three or yeah. any of the other parts. Yeah, we hit the, like, quick rewind a lot. Cause it's like, oh, my God, look at this. Oh, my God, look. like, And as I said in the last episode, I'm not even commenting anymore on all the different, like, palette swaps and and sort of, like, still frames that are just intensely, intensely beautiful. So the animation, again, I don't know what changed, but it's incredible, and I really, I love it. And then we get into Josuke's living room where he's playing, oh, that's a baseball 99. The sequel. <laughs> but obviously. I, I really do think it must be like FIFA or Madden or something. And they just put out, oh, that's a baseball every year. I mean, it's like year. MLB. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's the franchise. And I want it. I want it to be real. Uh, the Jaguars, <laughs> the are, Jaguars. Th- are still in there. Thank God. Josuke hangs out with his, his cop granddad. Who threatens uh, him with apparently, a gun. They apparently have a weekly contest to scare each other. I want to know what their past... If this is like a Normal, time yeah. when his grandfather wins, I want to know the times Josuke has won. I know. Like, does his granddad <laughs> have a heart condition because of Josuke? Because it seems kind of intense. Like, holding a gun to somebody's head. I'm sh- I'm sure Josuke could use his stand to freak out yeah. his dad, oh, his grandfather, Yeah, that's But I wonder Good what point. he does. Yeah. I think the whole like, like what side series. Yeah, yeah, like the prequel. I split you in half. Now <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> you that was scared? pretty scary. Huh? Are you scared? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so confused about why he can't heal him because he's like yeah. got him to the brink of death so many times. <laughs> I brought him back to life millions of times. <laughs> oh my God. This should work. <laughs> but yeah, just case granted. I don't understand why. Aqua necklace can change labels on bottles, but okay. Well, I think it's like impersonating the label from the inside. But can it impersonate things? Apparently, yes. <laughs> um, it's the, a little weird. No one ever explains that. The I fact mean, he can possess someone and also he can possess a bottle. The right. fact that like the kind stand of. itself starts puking out like whiskey colored liquid <laughs> is intense. It's alarming. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a little weird. I do I do like that. After Josuke just so quickly takes care of this stand, or so he thinks, it's basically just his being a teenager that messes it all up. Yeah, it's like, oh, you, you like, you got distracted for two minutes. Poor Josuke. Yeah, and now Um, Graham, now Gigi's dead. Yeah, that's fine. Um, At least they didn't fridge his awesome mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like that they fridge a cop and a dude. <laughs> I like that they fridge like a, a middle-aged dude and but, but they do make it like really effective I think. Like it was definitely a gut punch when I first watched it not because like I cared about this character because I didn't even know him 
But just because Josuke's reaction is really good. Yeah. Um, no, Jotaro's the... reaction. Yeah. Where he's obviously really upset about like Kakyoin. Yeah. Is really good. And we get to see the stink lines of the soul again. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, I think this the, is like Tomoko's a... reaction, like cleaning up his stuff. Like yeah. it's all very emotionally. It's well, it's done. well done. Yeah. No, this is like, I think like one of the reasons why like fridging became a shorthand thing is because it's usually so facile and, and bullshit. Well, it's like what we've talked about with like, the way Iraqi does or doesn't do sexual assault. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, I, yeah, I, and I, the the random narrator who's like has no, <laughs> he's he's like non diegetic narrator. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And it's like he's the guy who tells us about what it's like when middle aged men die. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's there and doing a great job. So yeah, it's it's nice. But uh, um, more importantly, Jotaro is wearing blue socks now. Yeah, he has little sockies. Um, so as as I have tried to teach the people no socks means you're a slut if you're a guy i mean blue or socks a girl. means you're you're a, uh, you're a um marine biologist no, <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly cleaned up his act and now he actually wears socks with his shoes he's a reformed slut there you go <laughs> but yeah like seeing them run around in their little socky feet around the house so is cute. really cute yeah. um also i really like when aqua necklace slaps jotaro across the face and leaves a tiny little hand <laughs> <laughs> that then starts bleeding, yeah. which makes no sense, but sure. So Aqua Necklace is is a reference, by the way, to the prog rock album called Aqua by the group Asia. Yeah. Uh, so there, I, I, for a long time, I thought it was a reference to like the Europop group Aqua, but that, <laughs> but no. that, uh, that they came after he wrote all this stuff. So yeah. and we're based on it. Yes. Presumably, yes. They, Just like Prince is based on they're Josuke. They're huge. <laughs> Prince is based on Josuke. <laughs> <laughs> I like that oversimplification of the... Yeah, of the yeah. whole situation. The, yeah. <laughs> Just, boom, just flatten that right out. I really love Josuke's rubber glove gambit. Yeah, that's wild. Josuke I like so good. is <laughs> fucking nuts. Sorry, it's kind of gross. Don't do it to a dog because the dog will die. Yeah. Um, but I just, I really like that he just sort of like pulls it out of his throat and it's like, yeah, sorry. I already did this. <laughs> and it's like, what? And Jotaro was just like, what? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I shredded up a rubber glove, swallowed it, and, and figured then, yeah. I could just reassemble it right. because that's the kind of shit I get up to in my teen life. <laughs> I was going to say, how many things has he swallowed and then oh rebuilt and pulled out of himself? Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I also okay. like that Josuke plans on losing. Or because he's like, okay, well, if he attacks me, I've lost. I'm, well, just, I'm dead. So yeah, how can I get around that? Bases yeah. And he's just, he's very smart. And I he like He can that, use his stand with precision. Yeah. Uh, actually, a lot of this stuff with the punch healing just reminds me a little bit of Jotaro performing surgery on Kakuin to get his flesh bud out. Yeah. Just with yeah. like, just or with like the immense into, precision. Into or they go into brain. Joseph's brain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fantastic voyage there. Yeah, I really like that once he has Angelo Stan trapped for good, that he just starts throwing the rubber glove around. Yeah, well, he deserves it. I know. You know, but, but, like, it, but it's like great. he yeah. was shaking the bottle earlier when yeah. he had um, it in the bottle. I do want to talk a little bit about Angelo's stand just as a stand. It's mm-hmm. sort of interesting in that it's a long distance stand. Uh, I mean, not super long distance, but like a couple blocks away. Sure. It is canonically fairly weak compared to mm-hmm. like a Star Platinum, but. This is one of those stands where the stand user can talk through the stand. Right. So we yeah. hear it sounds like the stand is talking, but the show makes it clear that it's Angelo like broadcasting through the stand to mock the other yeah. stand it's user. And also like as we start to see more puzzle solving stands, we're gonna see more 
where the kind of uh, direct proportionality between it's far away, so it's weak, and it's close, so it's strong, gets broken down a bit, not just because Iraqi like Doesn't hates pay consistency, to his own. Yeah. yeah, but also because these stands start having like really creative, off the wall, like out of the box powers that aren't necessarily restrained by how physically strong they are. Right. Yeah. So but in the end, they beat him. And Josuke doesn't kill people. He technically does not kill people. Uh, yes. He technically, will... he just tortures them until the And world then carses ends. them. And carses yeah. him. Yeah. So, yeah, Angelo gets carsed. He gets yep. merged he gets with a rock. And... But he gets carsed, like, in the town square. Yeah. Which right. is great. Yeah, because nothing leaves the town. Yeah. So, and we get... Like, again, the disembodied, like, uh, voice of the Morio Tourism Board telling us about the Angelo Stone. And, like, it's a landmark in town. And here's far, how far away it is from the town You take center. a number three bus. And- <laughs> yeah. I fucking love it. And I love how, like, I love how casually. I mean, it has the same. You were saying, like, the opening credits is, like, really fun and bouncy. But also really dark shit happens. And, like, that's this whole scene. Like, this thing that Josuke did was just so fucked up and, like, dark. And, Even I mean, look, he, again, he deserves it. But, like. This Dude, is some yeah. of the more brutal like punishment we've seen. Yeah. And he did it super casually and then it was immediately like made fun of, yeah. basically. And I like even Jodoro was like, kids twisted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like Jodoro, who left an innocent truck driver to <laughs> die. Enough with the truck. <laughs> One view of Stardust Crusaders is the killing spree that Jodoro goes on yeah. through throughout Asia. You know, it's like But yeah, also I, I really like that Crazy Diamond in that scene um comes out of Josuke's chest. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a glitter refractor yeah, refractor. I like, really like it. Usually they pop up behind them or right. like out of their hand. Um, so I liked that little representation of like, come from his heart. Well, and we also see, I just noticed in this episode, um, we see a really unusual one, which is when Aqua Necklace is taunting them, you see a superimposition of Angelo's face right. over Aqua Necklace. Right. It's usually the other way around. So that's just kind of like to cool really bring it and home. different, to bring yeah. it home that he's broadcasting. Yeah, I think it's hilarious that Aqua Necklace hangs onto Angelo's face like a lover. Yeah, yeah. They hug, he's <laughs> always hugging him. him around the, the head. <laughs> I enjoy that Araki's really getting to the point where it's like, you know what? I just realized I can make these people bang their stance. Yeah, it's like they're into each other. Because yeah. it's just Part you. five... <laughs> it's like yeah. uh-huh yeah he um, really leans it's so hard because we're recording this before part five has aired so we can't even like speak with authority on what the anime is depicting but right. you can tweet at us right now and we will happily do so yes. yeah oh a hundred percent i think that's all eliz is going to be doing on twitter uh yeah yes <laughs> a frame by frame analysis of how close giorno's hand gets to golden experiences Stand dick. <laughs> uh, well, I already did that. So. <laughs> I know. No, but, but that <laughs> was for just, the anime. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, just yeah. with oh, the no, frames no, no, that I you know, had. That's what I'm it's saying. True. Look, I just, I'm just giving the people what they want. I know. As is Iraqi. And speaking of giving people what they want, we now have closing credits, which are fantastic. They're the best ones. Beautiful. Yes. Flawless. Sorry. We can't debate it. One of the things that I really like is when. Uh, Diamond is Unbreakable aired and we got the the credits for the first time or two. The lead singer of the band who sings the the closing credit song. Um, who is it? Is it Duncan Sheet? No, Savage Garden. Right. It's, 
Um, Savage so, Garden, the song is called I Want You. And the, so the lead singer of Savage Garden was all up on Twitter, like very graciously, like uh, accepting the support and fandom of JoJo's fans, who was just he was like, oh, great. I'm glad you like the song. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> we thought it would be fun to license it. And we're really glad that all these, that a new generation is hearing our song Which for the first so time. Which is so fucking cute. Yeah, it's like, thanks, guys. Yeah, I was just like, that's, that is the correct response that all I want as a JoJo's fan is for people to be happy I showed up. Oh, my God. I just realized as people are listening to this we're coming to you from the distant past of september but uh <laughs> we'll know what the closing but, credits yeah, are people yeah. listening to this will have just found out today what the closing credits of Ventura As- assuming are. the second episode is when they debut the closing credits it's and I do. well it might be yeah. the third yeah it'll be know. the second one right. really edge the shit i'll put money on it right now <laughs> okay all right but the ending credits of uh of diamond is unbreakable they are great flawless they're the oh the art direction is just so fucking good. Yeah, like all the colors are great. I love just the framing and I like that it's it feels like one long take that's like yeah. a push in on something so it's like you're just heading yeah. through the town. I love the new art and I love yeah. like learning. I learned recently on I think it was actually um the Viz panel at a convention recently that I was watching the stream online and um they were talking about how apparently Iraqi like actually is super involved with the ending credit sequences. Oh, that doesn't surprise um, me. so like like he like will do new art for them and stuff. So oh, like that's amazing. I think you know, don't quote me or do. I don't care. The other thing that I will say to viewers as you're watching this whole season is just pay attention to yeah. the closing credits every time because they do change subtly over time. They add new characters as you meet them. It's really fun. We will come back to it. Yeah. So yeah, so that is Thank God. So that's the end of Angelo. So that's our like MacGuffin villain. Well, right. MacGuffin villain number one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, but I just, I love how they like yeah. really set you up to be like, this guy is so terrible. Well, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> we get, we get other villains of the week for a little while, but a lot of them are clearly not the like super villain right. for the yeah, thing. The main Whereas, one, like, I mean, the main, know. the main one who like Red Hot Chili Pepper is like, Definitely right. a, a red yeah, herring villain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, thank so. you. Not McGuffin, red herring. Yeah, so that's that's red herring villain number one. I like that they get him out of the way fast because I find him so boring. Yeah, he's really boring. Um, and the other ones, I think there's a increasing interestingness as the yeah. season goes on as we get through bad guys. Yeah, and like really after the first, I mean, all of Diamond is Unbreakable is great, but after a little bit, it just becomes like every week is better than the last and yeah. it's fucking amazing and like I'm watching such good anime right now this is great I feel like the purpose that Angelo serves is to get you used to the idea that like there's something bad in this town right. and it's like was it Angelo well he's gone now so, so I guess everything's fine forever and it was a it's a two episode season 37 episodes of slice of life rat hunting <laughs> <laughs> exactly Jotaro Jot- oh. reading his PhD aloud and walking down the beach and, and staring at starfish and right. being like not this one you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's it. They solved all the problems that the town has and that's the end. Yeah. Um, all those characters are just random designs that Rocky wanted you, to throw hope away. I enjoyed Diamond is Unbreakable. Yeah, we'll that was See you great. next season. Yeah, we'll yep. see you for part five. Bye. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Aura, Aura, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Aqua Necklace would leave for humidity. 